This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you could write a letter to yourself in 2032, 10 years from now, what would that letter say? Mm. Or a note, a note to your future self, what would you say? Wow. Um, you have done an amazing job mm. with pain, with hard work. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah. I love it. I do too. I love it. I love it. I, and I love your self-talk because oftentimes we don't celebrate ourselves enough. Mm-hmm. If you're a go-getter, faith-driven and family-focused and need to break through to your next level, this is the podcast for you. Your self-talk can reshape every area of your life. It's time to dream and think big. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience with Darnell and Tracy Self. It's time to elevate, baby. Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Self-Talk Experience. I am so excited today because we have a very, very special guest. I'm going to let my husband introduce our guest, but I wanted to tell a story first Uh before he introduces her. So I have known our guest today for about 22 years. And I met her because my husband was going to the spa. (laughs) And he was going to the spa quite often. And I kept asking him, why was he going so often? And he said, oh, I met Mercedes. Mercedes is great. And I was pregnant at the time. And so I said, well, if Mercedes is so great, I'd like to meet Mercedes too. (laughs) And I went to the spa and I met Mercedes and fell in love with her within five minutes of meeting her. So today, who do we have, Darnell? We actually have the one, the only, <laughs> Mercedes Suarez. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to the Self-Talk Welcome. Experience. We're so happy Thank to have you, you here. So much. Yeah, Thank so you. it's Thank been, you. what, you, it was... Emily and Makai. So it's yes. 22 years. 22 yes, years. Both of y'all are pregnant. I was, yes. ex- I was yes. expecting when I met her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. A long time. Yeah. So Mercedes has been my nail tech for a long, long time. I like to claim that I'm her oldest <laughs> client. Wait. Is he? Is he? He always says he's my number one. But yes, my number one. Let's just keep it that way because yeah. I don't want to mess with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So, you know, if you're watching this and you also go to Mercedes... One number one. <laughs> hey, this, this is going to be an amazing podcast. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. This is going to be amazing yes. because after knowing Mercedes for 22 years mm-hmm. and, you know, conversations happen. 
And we had a conversation maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. and I said, Mercedes, I never knew that. And you were like, yeah, I don't really like to talk about it. but and After I, I was, 22 years. Yes. And I was so inspired. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the world has to hear about this. And this is before we had a podcast. Oh, wow. So I'm like, somehow... You got to be a testimony somewhere, and here we are, a podcast. Here we are. And this is about the things we say to ourselves that eventually determine what we attract for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you have taken a journey that I believe most folks um, would probably say to themselves, no way did you go from that point Mm -hmm. to this point. And it's, it's so much bigger than the money. It's more about the experience. Uh, that you have. So we want to talk a little bit about that today, if you don't mind. No, not at all. Okay, good, good. So um, first of all, why don't you tell everybody uh, where you're from? So uh, I'm originally from Ecuador. I came here in 89. So I've been here, my goodness, about 30 something years. Wow. How old were you when you when you came here? To the I US? was 14 years old. 14. I had um, I was ready to turn uh 15 and I hated it here, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so hold on. So you hated it here. Yeah. <laughs> why, yes. why, why did you hate it here? Um, everything was so different to me. Um, my mom brought us here. Um, uh, my sister, my brother, my father at the same time. Oh, I'm not a typical story of an immigrant that they have to cross the border illegally I, the other story that my mom had to move here because she saw a better life here for us. Mm. And I was three years old when she left home. Mm. So of course I didn't know my mom. Mm. And, uh, so that's one of the reasons I think I just hated my whole life because I didn't have a typical family. Mm. You know, like everybody else does. And people used to make fun of me. This is back in Ecuador. This is back in Ecuador. Used to make fun of me because I didn't have a mom. Mm. But when I moved here, I hated it here too. Because one, I didn't speak the language. Mm. Two, I just didn't want to be here because home was comfortable to me. Mm -hmm. So coming here, it was just a different, like, you know, just getting away from what I already knew, but still better for me. But I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, so I just said it. So, so mm-hmm. let's, let's take a few steps back. So mm-hmm. you're in Ecuador mm-hmm. and you are not really feeling good about yourself no. because you're being teased okay. by other kids or by who? Yeah, no, by kids. When I used to tell them that my mom sent money or whatever to, uh, for my father to buy us presents, uh, they will say, your mom, your mom is in the United States and why is she not here? You don't have a mom. Why are you lying? Mm. So they used to call me a liar, they, you know, and oh. I was like, so it was really hard not to have my mom with me mm-hmm. for all those years. So your dad is raising you and your siblings? Yes. Yes. And how was that? Rough because my dad had... um alcohol issues and uh so the money that my mom was sending he will spend it mm-hmm. different ways and uh, sometimes we didn't have certain things so mm-hmm. it, was, it was rough so um because i know a little bit about your story 
I know that um, you grew up quickly. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and so t- tell me about the day where you are with your dad and you walk past a restaurant and you realize you're looking into a restaurant where other people could eat. Tell me about that one. Um, oh, um, when you're a kid, you always want a lot out of life. As a kid, I just want a food. Hmm. And mainly desserts. I love desserts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I will always see people eating and families eating. And when I was walking with my dad and I see these families eating and I knew we could not afford even to go to a restaurant and eat anything, you know. So it was very, very hard. It was very hard. It's hard yeah. to explain. Yeah. When what, you, um, you go, I'm you sorry. I was going to ask you, do you remember when you were walking by looking in, did you think to yourself, one day I want to have that? Or did you think to yourself, I'll never have that? I think back then I was such a, you know, I was small. So I don't think I um, thought about even mm. at mm. some point having it. You right. know, I just saw that. There were people eating and I just could not get it, you know, but I never, it never really crossed my mind. Like, oh, one day I will have that. Right. I, you right. Know, no, it never really crossed my mind. So now was your dad cooking? Like, where, how, how were you eating at that time? Yes. My dad actually, uh, he had a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> but we were not allowed to eat anything from the restaurant <laughs> mm. because he had to make money, yeah. at least try to make money so he can actually Give us a life, but then, like I said, his life was a little bit different. So he turned that money into alcohol, and yeah. next thing you know, it was gone. So, so, so things are rough. You're being teased, and you're like, "Hey, a lot of kids want a lot of lofty things in life. I just wanted food." Yes. Mm. But one day, and I don't know, I don't know if we talked about this, but one day, Mercedes was like, "You know what? I like the water. I like the beach." And <laughs> well, tell me about that story. Oh my god. <laughs> what happened? I was twelve years old. I I've always been an adventurer. <laughs> I you know, I love adventures. I love to see things and uh have things and you know. So I was twelve years old and I was in trouble. Hmm. What'd you I, do? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so um I decided to put some clothes in a backpack and Left home, went to the bus stop and uh, bought a ticket. And the woman asked me, uh, she says, where are you going? I said, where, um, where is the next bus? What time is the next bus leaving? And she says, you know, I think it was 11 o'clock at night. And I said, I want that ticket. And she says, uh, you're going to the beach. I said, that ticket. And I bought a ticket. Wow. I, um, 11 o'clock, took the, that uh, bus, and we arrived to the beach at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and you're 12. Yeah, I was 12 years old. And then, um, I, I'm not trying to make this long, long story, but anyway. No. Uh, so, um, I finally get to the beach and put my bathing suit on, and... Um, 
I started playing the whole day, and I found this little girl that she had her parents with her. And uh, we were just playing and playing, but then her parents called her, and she had to go. And then I'm all alone again, and now it's almost 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Were you scared? I, a little you bit. Remember? A little bit. I was scared mm. a little bit. But, um, and at this point, your dad doesn't know that you're gone? No. Nobody knew that I was gone. So um, I found this other little girl, and we started playing. And then her father came to get her, and her father asked me, where are your parents? And I said, um, well, uh, I came here because I was looking for an aunt. And, of course, I lied because nobody was going to believe that I'm 12, you know, just by myself. Right, right. And uh, so uh, they say, the guy says, oh, no, you're lying. You run away from home. And I said, no. He says, you know what? I'm going to take you to my house with my kids because you cannot stay here by yourself. Hmm. So I have always been... I wouldn't say lucky, but blessed with a lot of things that I have done in my life. Uh, So the guy took me to his house, met his wife. They had about six children. Wow, this is like amazing to me. (laughs) And the next day he asked me, he said, so what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to find a job. And he says, okay. He says, I'm going to help you. I said, okay. So they turned the radio on. And he was listening to the advertising about jobs. So um, uh, we heard about this one job. And then he says, I'm going to take you there. And then we get there. And hold on, say, hold on, hold this on. Is, this is- so wait, so I'm sorry, Mercedes. So he didn't ask you what was your phone number? What was your address to contact your family? No. no. And you were how far away from home? You, the, six hours because I left. Because the bus, yeah, yeah. A six so, hour so ride. So we live in Maryland. That's like being in... South Carolina or somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) So did you get a job? Yeah. And you were 12? I was 12 years old. Did you stay with this family? So, um... This is like a movie. (laughs) I know it is. (laughs) We get to this. Well, we got to the place and then somebody else had taken that job. And then the guy says, you know what? He says, I know the people next door. He says, let me go see if they can give you a job. So anyway, uh, he goes to the people next door which they had a clothing store and he comes back and he says come here he says they need somebody so you need to stay with them oh i'm like hmm, okay so the woman <laughs> owner of the, the place um she told me she says you know what i'm gonna pay you this and i'm gonna give you clothes and you can stay with us and they were pretty wealthy i mean they had a you know and no one is asking questions you know? <laughs> this yeah. is crazy. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I love it, but I, I'm like, I can't imagine being 12 yeah. or our kids being 12 and they're in, they're in South Carolina. We don't even know. What, what do you yeah. think your dad? I mean, I bet you, I guess you know what your dad was thinking. Okay, yeah. tell, tell us what happened. So after that, I um, lived with them for, I think, two months. So I uh, I was working every day, and I would go to the beach on Saturdays. But of course, I miss my family, my grandmother, my brother, my sister. And you weren't in school? No, I was not in school. So just you know. So anyway, um, oh and I was gosh. making money. I mean, you know, <laughs> at least to eat. You are simply amazing to me. Now I understand why you're so successful. Now. Like seriously, you're just bold. Oh my God. I would have been okay, so, so scared. So how did how did you end up back home? Um, 
one day I missed my grandmother and I made a phone call and uh, they were able, because my dad, I guess my family was looking for me. Mm. And um, so my dad, they were able to trace my call. Mm. Wow. And I'm working one day and I see this guy that looked like my dad. <gasps> and I'm like... Oh my gosh, I got nervous and I went inside to the store and I told one of the girls that used to work with me and I said, I think I just saw my dad. And she says, are you sure? I said, yeah, I think I just saw my dad. And then she says, well, why didn't you talk to him? I said, I'm, I don't know, I'm scared. And then she says, well, just go back to work. So I went back to work. I, was, I used to sell shoes. I used to actually be outside on the street selling the shoes. And... uh and then he came back again. Mm. And then I couldn't resist. And I say, Dad, he uh-huh. um, turned around and uh, he just hugged me. Mm. And of course, then he started yelling at the people <laughs> from the store. and says, I'm going to send the police. So you can, you know, the uh, crazy yeah. things. But he didn't know that they actually helped me. Mm. Um, but I never heard back from those people either. And I mean, I would love to even yeah. know and just see how you know they're doing but hey things happen and you, you wow just, you know so yeah that was my story of me running away wow <laughs> yeah. wow this is um <laughs> this is we're, we're gonna go somewhere with this and normally you know t self and i are doing a podcast we're like interviewing and back we um, can't even like we're just letting you talk because it's like a it's like a real movie oh my god seriously and you, you guys haven't heard or seen anything yet like <laughs> Wow. This one right here is so special because, you know, not that we want anybody to run away from home, but to have the courage Mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to go after what I want. That's what we're going to get to, because that's some self-talk right there. (laughs) Um, So before before we take our break here, I'm sorry, I'm I'm just. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. All right. So I just got (laughs) to hear this. So you go back home. Yes. And we're. Had you already experienced some of the lowest points in life or those were still yet to come? Uh, I think at that particular point, I experienced a lot of ugly things that kids should never experience. Mm. So I think at 12, I thought I was very strong because some of the things that I have going through, Mm. you know, I mean, working at six years old, helping my dad. At two, three o'clock in the morning, bring cases of beer so he can sell at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I mean, at six, seven, sometimes. I mean, I have children myself, and sometimes I think back and I'm like, wow, like at seven, mm-hmm. eight, how can you be out there yeah. at two, three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. But I did it. You we did, did it. it. And yeah. that's why I'm here. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you could say something to your dad today, about that experience, what would that be? Um, I, talking about my dad is very emotional because, as you know, he's no longer with with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the life that my dad gave us, good or bad, um, made me who I am today. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You know, so in a way, I have to thank him. Mm. I'm a strong person 
Because one thing that my dad told me was that I can do whatever I want. Nobody can stop me. Hmm. That's the one thing that he used to tell me. He's like, you know what? You should have been a boy because <laughs> you don't know how to stop. So, um, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's the one thing I have to thank him and say, you know what? I'm here because of you. Yeah. And then, of course, my mom. But there's another story to that. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that in the second part because you're going to hear about the success of this young lady here. <laughs> so amazing. And she, she's certainly a shero. So, yes. I mean... The experiences you've given your children now. Where would you guys just come back from? Another country, right? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so so we want to talk about her success and the experiences that she's been able to provide her children mm-hmm. and the strength, again, that's allowed her to do that. And I just need to hear, like, what were you saying to yourself to yeah. go to not carry that as bitterness, but you carried it, as you said, as a reason to succeed, a reason to be mm-hmm. better, a reason to be thankful and grateful. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. And uh, again, we're here with this superstar here, Mercedes Suarez. We'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Hey, what's up, fam? You got to connect with J&E Builders. They buy homes in any condition. J&E Builders even help out with distressed properties. And if you're dealing with a significant amount of taxes, J&E Builders will assist you with that home as well. Give them a hit at J&E underscore Builders. That's at Instagram at J&E underscore Builders. Hey, Sales Talk Experience family. If you want to do some great shopping and get great finds like this, follow my girl, thebriana.k on Instagram. And if you want to shop, go here. So author and trainer Monty Sanders has been in this health and wellness space for over 20 years. His most notable clients are NFL Hall of Famers, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And guess what? He's got an Amazon bestselling book that you can gain access to right now. It's the power of you versus you. I'm going to tell you right now how you can get access to that and his other programs. All you have to do is go to the power of you versus you.com. That's it. The power of you versus you.com to get access to that amazing book as well as all of his other programs. Hey, what's up? Self-talk experience family. Listen, I thought I was going to get some bathrooms renovated, but I had no idea when I connected with my man, Stan Neal, that it would be more than a renovation. I'm not even sure what the term should be. Maybe transformation because I started with the bathrooms And all of a sudden, my entire basement was redone in a way that my family members thought I moved. Seriously. So if you're looking to take your house to the next level, whether it's some custom construction, some transformation of your bedroom, your bathrooms, your family room, your great room, I did it all. I I mean, if I showed you my entire house before and after pictures, in fact, I'm going to show you some, you would say, no way is that the same room or the same house. Listen, I'm just saying this because I've got personal experience with this gentleman. So you want to connect with him. I'm going to give you the number, his office number to reach him as well as email. And again, you will not be disappointed. So if you want to reach him uh, via uh, his office number, 202-359-3923. Again, 202-359-3923. And email is stan, S-T-A-N dot Neil, N-E-A-L-J-R, at freshairllc.com. Connect with my man Stan. You won't be disappointed. Welcome back, Self Talk Experience family. We're here 
again with Mercedes. And listen, this is um, this is like a novel. Like you may want to actually write this in a book. I think so. <laughs> wow, I would definitely read it. I would too. I would too. No, seriously. So, all right. Because let's talk about your transition here to the states, right? Mm-hmm. So, you run away. You're back home. Your mom had been here in the states for a while, mm-hmm. sending money back. Yes. And then, how, how did that transition happen for for all of you, your entire family, to come here to the U.S.? So, um, my mom, I guess, got tired of being here by herself and miss her children, mm-hmm. and uh, decided to. Um, pretty much sell everything she had here in the States and uh, took whatever money she had saved and trying to reunite with her family and uh, went back home. And me seeing her after, I guess, like 11 years. Wow. Wow. Of not seeing her. I didn't even know the beginning who she was, but then, you know, the mother-daughter thing. So um, she came home and... We had an interview with the embassy because we we're trying to figure out whether we were going to either stay home or if they had approved our visa to come here to the States. Actually, not even a visa, but a citizenship. Mm. So um, we all went to the embassy in another city in Ecuador. And uh, the guy inter- was interviewing me and he said, um, he said, so did you pack already? And I'm looking at him like, huh? He says, yes, did you pack? I said, no. He says, well, you need to pack because you're leaving on Monday. You go wow. to America. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, so. And were and, you, you were 12 still at this no, point? No, at this particular point. Oh, you were I was 14. 14. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, you get here mm-hmm. and you, you told us earlier that you hated it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> you you hated it for a little bit, right? Yeah. Because it, you were summer. used to being teased in Ecuador, but then you've been yeah. teased here, mm-hmm. right? right? Teased yes. in Ecuador because the kids thought you were lying, you didn't have a mom. Teased here because you don't speak the okay. native tongue, right. English. Yes. And um, so, so tell us about um, how you started with your career here. So I. Came here, uh, I think I was in the ninth, eighth or ninth grade. I went to school, finished okay. high school. But uh, while I was in my last year of high school, I um, had extra credit, so I went to cosmetology school. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I still hated it here. So <laughs> it was kind of hard. And uh, I had an instructor, and he was like, Mercedes, you're so good at doing hair. And um, he had a salon in Georgetown, and he wanted me to come and work with him. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And uh, so I graduated from high school, did not get my license for anything, just finished high school. And um, I think when my second daughter, right? No, before my second daughter was born. I wanted some kind of opportunity that will allow me to spend more time with them since mm-hmm. my mom was never around, uh, you know, as a little girl, I wanted to be with my children. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I was working as a cashier at a Chesapeake Bagel Bakery, and uh, I used to have this customer every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a story after story sometimes here. <laughs> and... Um, 
uh, he used to come every day to the store and ask for the same sandwich. I already knew what the sandwich he wanted until one day he asked me, he said, so, um, Mercedes, do you know somebody that can clean my windows? He had a hair salon. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I can find out. I said, well, what time? And he says, whenever they can. I said, he says, I'll pay him so they can come and clean my windows. I said, oh, I'll do it. Wow. So <laughs> his salon, I, in the afternoon after I finished working my shift at um, Chesapeake Bagel Bakery, I will go to his salon and clean the windows. <laughs> and one day he needed somebody to blow dry his hair. And he says, Mercedes, can you help me blow dry my hair? And I said, okay. <laughs> and you know, when people know what they're doing, mm -hmm. some people know what they're doing. So he says, you're really good at this. How do you know? I said, well, I kind of went to school, but mm -hmm. I didn't finish. He says, wow. He says, you need to go to school, at least for nails. You can get your license really fast and uh, uh, get your license so you can start working for mm -hmm. me. So that's how my career wow. kind of started. So from being a cashier to him asking me to clean his windows for $20, and but here's the thing. Here's the thing you about this. You say yes. <laughs> yeah, course. exactly. You say yes. Man, how often does a yes lead us mm -hmm. to our destiny? Yeah. Like so many people like, no, nah, I'm not interested. But they have no idea right. that a yes could lead them to not just the next stop, but the next stop. And we, we had an episode, Mercedes, called Connecting the Dots. Uh -huh. And we talked about this one day. And I think about all the dots from you running away to the beach six hours away to your mom taking a chance of coming here. All these dots had right. to happen for you to say yes to the Chesapeake Bagel place. And <laughs> yes, I, I'll clean those windows because you could have said, I'm not going to clean windows. Yeah. But yes, I'll clean the windows. Yes, I'll blow your hair, uh, blow dry your hair. Yes, right. I'll go back to school. <laughs> yeah, right. All those yeses led you to a place now where you have literally. I mean, when I talk to you, I'm like, "Where are you going this time?" Because we, she has a scheduled book, right? <laughs> for for you know, for those who are watching or listening to this, you know, there's a different level of nail tech when you got to schedule like four months out, right. right? So I'm like every other week. Let me look. I, I need to get on this calendar here. So am I lying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she's being humble, but it's her schedule's book. And and so to watch you go through all that you've gone through and now provide the right. life, you and your husband provide the life that you are able to have your daughters now, just commendable. And you're amazing at what you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. What do you want to ask? Well, I wanted to ask for your daughters, Emily and Bridget. Mm -hmm. I love them. They're amazing. How has all of this impacted them? Because when you first started out, you just wanted to spend time with them. Yeah. And now they're adults. Yes, they are. I can't believe it. <laughs> time flies. Um, so the one thing that I actually, uh, as a woman, as a mother, I think is huge to teach daughters to be the strongest person that they can be so they can do anything that they want to do. And, uh, it was, it was hard at some point, like I said, not being able to have certain things for them. I mean, I remember going to the dollar value, I think it was, and buying gifts for my children 
that cost $10 because I could not afford a real um, Barbie or mm. whatever to a point that recently, I mean, I'm not trying to put the money out there, but I just bought my daughter a $3,000 bag for her birthday. And so it's certain things that I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Mm. Wow. But I just kept on going. And uh, now they, I just want them to see that I'm a strong woman and that they can be strong too. Anybody can be, especially a woman, can be strong and they can do whatever they want to do in life. Yeah, and you certainly have proven that. You certainly have proven that. Let, let me ask you a question because this is a self-talk. So you've had um, a lot of experiences and we all have. We all have had different experiences that have shaped us and molded us. So is, was, there, was there something that happened to you, perhaps in your childhood or even after you got into the States as an adult, it, that motivated you? Because typically people are driven by the pain they no longer want to experience or the pleasure that they like to experience. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, look, I want I'm going to be able to do this in my life or I will never be like that again. Or maybe it's a combination of both. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you remember talking to yourself and saying, I'm never going to be like this or I'm going to have this or was it both? I think it was both. For mm-hmm. me, it was definitely both. I um, I think like everybody in life, they always want more out of life. They just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I have been blessed to be actually surrounded I wouldn't even call them clients. I call them family because if it wasn't for my clients, yeah. including my number one, <laughs> I would not be where I'm at now. Um, and uh, I was able, I, through my career, through what I do, I have been able to meet a whole lot of people that little by little, they pour into me, mm. not knowing what they were doing. Yeah. So mm. I think including the one and only, um, that one day he, he probably doesn't remember some of the stuff, but a lot of the stuff stayed with me. He told me, he says, you don't know the power that you have because sometimes you, other people are going to see in you before you see it in yourself. I didn't know what he was talking about. Mm. I didn't, I, I was young. I was in my twenties, I think. So I didn't, my brain was someplace else. I was not there. But then as a older Mercedes, I'm like, Wow, now I see what he was talking about. Mm. Aren't you glad you kept me as a client? (laughs) 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 No, that that is that is really good because you're so right. Sometimes there's some interactions that happen that cause us to think differently, even when that interaction the person who we had interaction with is no longer around us. Right. Right? So I mean I see you often, but there are times where you'd said things to me. And I thought to myself when I wasn't around you, oh, my gosh, that's the same type of inspiration I get from Mercedes. And now to hear that you say that some of those things have happened, you know, we've done that for each other. Yeah. And I remember when Mercedes had, I'm going to tell you business now, we should (laughs) should do like a pedicure. And Uh then she would check this out, Chanel. She would take the water after doing a pedicure, open up her window and pour the water out the window. And then you got a little bit better. You had a hose that would come and then you siphon it out. The, you remember those days? Yeah, I do. And I I was, do. Who was there to support you? <laughs> it was. It was. Yes. 
This is before you had, you know, salon. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. lo- absolutely love it. Yeah, people laugh at me now. Not that they don't laugh in the, you know, bad way they right. laugh. I was always they laugh with like, you, not at you. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And I told them, I said, yeah, I used to throw water out the window. And they're like, really? You did that? Because they see me now. And I was like, yeah, I used to throw water out the window. <laughs> I used to bring water from downstairs to upstairs. I remember yes. that. That is so funny. Yes. And you were there for all of it. I was. Yeah, he yeah. was. I was. I was. I was. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you have started traveling with your daughters now. Yes, I have. And you wanted to say something about that, right? Well, I just thought it was amazing because we were talking earlier and you shared with me that um, you always wanted to take them on a trip. Yes. And you were able to take them to Paris. Yeah. Well, how it started was my daughter used to take French. Um, Yes. So, uh, and struggling, I was able to send her with her school to Paris. Mm -hmm. She was 17 years old. And when she came back home, she says, oh, my gosh, mom, I love Paris. It's one. Of, it's just amazing. She says, one day I'm going to take you there. Mm. So I cannot remember what birthday it was. She took me to Paris, Italy, and London. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Wow. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, she, and the way she called me, she says, mom, can you check your email? And I said, gosh, Bridget, I have a client. She's like, just please check your email. And then I'm like checking my emails and there was a ticket, a uh, uh, confirmation saying wow. that there was a flight for me to go to Paris with her. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. 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 I love that story. I yeah. do. So let's, let's switch gears just a little bit before we end here. And thank you so much for agreeing oh to gosh. be here on the self-talk <laughs> experience. Yes. Mercedes. So... You, there, there are times in all of our lives where we feel like um, there's another level. Yes. Were there turning points in your life where you're like, you know what, Mercedes, let's turn it up. There's another level. Do you remember some of those turning points in your life? Yes, I do. Um, I think it's when you get to a point and uh, you know there's more to it. You just keep on going and don't stop. But there was one point, I think we had a conversation about this because mm-hmm. I, I think I, uh, I told you that I reach a certain uh, point in my career that I could see so many people in a day and I just kept on seeing how it was just growing and growing and growing. And then I was like, wow, if I can do this in a week, mm. I can do this in a month and I can do this in a year. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So now you think and you're like, you have to go to the next level Mm -hmm. for you to grow. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. have to go to the next level because if not, you're going to be stuck right where you started. So you have to push yourself to go to the next level. And I think that's something I learned from you. This is is good. I don't want want our audience to miss this. This is so good. Thank you for that. But listen, this is about you. I'm not taking any of that. Listen, because you, my friend, because you could easily have said, well, let me try to double my clients, but you're only going to be able to do with so much Mm -hmm. and still have the time for your daughter, still have the time for Pedro, still have the time to, you know, do all the things that you love to do and travel. But what you did 
is you saw, I'm just telling you what you did because we talked about it. You saw your own self-worth increase. How do I know that? Because you increased your prices without any apology. Right. And did you lose any clients? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes we, because we don't see our worth, we're not charging enough mm-hmm. for the real value that we bring. Right. And you were like, you know what? I, I, I need to increase my prices. And it had to be something where you said to yourself, I don't know if you consulted with someone or you said, you know what, for what I bring. And you added some additional value too. you're like, hey, do you want this, this or this? I'm like, girl, come on, you got the new stuff. <laughs> right. But but again, it, it's an enjoyable time because it is great to be around people who not only see who have, who they become compared to who they used to be, but they also see who they're becoming. And I see that you, you're not finished seeing that your, your, your worth, it's still increasing. Yes. I, I think everybody has that opportunity, but sometimes we just scare, but I think, uh, everybody should really get to know themselves Mm -hmm. so they can, uh, push themselves so they can move up. Because we all actually are able to move up and then, and we also can crash actually, Mm. (laughs) but then we can go bottom. But then once you have climbed the top, you have to continue to see what's higher than the top because there's always something Mm -hmm. above the top. And uh, as a, you're, I guess as a person, it's like you're the top and you're the only one that can go higher because you're pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, you know, it's one of those things. So I, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> no, I know. I, I love this. I love this because you're absolutely right. So many times we reach a certain level and the only thing keeping us back from our next level is us. And sometimes it's the level that we reach because we spend so much time celebrating that level instead of seeing what the next level could be that we don't have a we don't have an opportunity to add the value that we could be adding at the next level because we stopped at this level. So, my friend, I remember you you having a lot of success and you were at this particular spa and you were like, I'm just not happy. <laughs> and I just want to you know have you ask the last question, but I was just I remember you like you were like, and I know somebody in the audience right now is like, I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. I want to change. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to exit out of where I am because it's scary. Yes. And you remember us having that conversation? How did you, yeah. what gave you the courage to say, you know what? Because um, you were here and then you had a place where you just didn't feel the same about what you did for a living. Um, I think for me to be where I'm at now, it was one of those things that actually working for somebody else, and I, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with working for somebody else, but um, I wanted to provide a service that actually that, um, how can I explain this, that uh, I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. So I just started giving more to my clients that more than what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was tired when you're working for somebody else, you're have to follow um, 
a schedule, a routine. And I remember one time, one of my guys asked me, one of my coworkers asked me, he's like, uh, Mercedes, did you clock in? And I say, no. It's like, but the boss say that you have to clock in. And I'm like, <laughs> who's the boss? I said, I'm my own boss. So no, I didn't clock in. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those Yeah, you weren't built for a job. <laughs> you won't get fired if you didn't leave anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, you know. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> uh, well, Mercedes, you're amazing, but I'm just listening to your answers, and I'm wondering if you could write a letter to yourself in 2032, 10 years from now. What would that letter say? Mm. Or a note, a note to your future self. What would you say? Wow. Um, you have done an amazing job. Mm. With pain, with hard work, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. I love it. I do too. I love it. I love it. And I love your self-talk because oftentimes we don't celebrate ourselves enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope you're saying that to your current self too, not just to your future self, because we are proud of you and you have done Mm -hmm. a great job. And you have also taught your daughters all of your lessons without them having to go through some of the same lessons. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we're proud to have you. Thank Excited. you for coming. Gosh, thank yeah, you so thank much. you. You've been amazing. And uh, guys, remember the things we're saying to ourselves, just like Mercedes have been saying mm-hmm. these things for a very long time. <laughs> those things allow us to track a, a different type of thing for ourselves and even the people she's attracted <laughs> for herself. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next Self Talk Experience. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Self Talk Podcast with Darnell and Tracy Self. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. And we'll see you next time. And remember, talk good to yourself. If you've ever started something and said to yourself, I'm not quitting until I reach the finish line. There's a perfect podcast for you. The We Won't Quit podcast by my man, Mike Humes, mailman and millionaire, never gave up. Not only did he have success, but he's helped a ton of other people do the same thing. He's going to be interviewing people who never stopped until they finished. So check it out. We Won't Quit podcast. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.